Hey everybody, welcome back to Dollar Dollar Bills, a way of life to build personal wealth and financial freedom. Uh, it's Ashley, and I'm here today with a special guest, my future husband, my, my fiance now for almost a year and a half, my partner in crime, partner in life, and partner with all things finances, Mr. Aldo Rodriguez. Hello, <laughs> thanks for having me. Hey, thanks for being here. Really appreciate it. I thought you'd be the perfect example of somebody that, you know, I, I share a lot of my financial advice with. You, I, I talk about you a lot on my podcast, sorry about that. But in a way, I think that'll help our listeners really understand the the various mindsets of, of people and how they think about money and how maybe that can change and we can kind of transform how we think about money and how we, you know, really learn to respect the money that we bring in and, and optimize how we use our money. So again, I wanted to use today to kind of talk to you and, and sort of interview you and see, you know, where you came from and, and how money has kind of impacted you over the years and as you've grown up. So, you know, initially I, I just wanted to ask overall, you know, what are your thoughts on money and money management? And then how did you handle money growing up and how was it discussed growing up? And if your, your family had any influence on your concept of money. So let's start you know, back from when you were younger, when you lived with your family and, and what influence that had for you on your finances and how you thought about money. Absolutely, well, thank you for having me. And I'm, I'm sure uh, your listeners are gonna get a kick out of me and everything not to do. Early on, when I was younger, uh, my parents provided for my brother and my sister. Everything that we needed, we had. You know, they splurged when, when need be on the uh, holidays and so forth. But we really never discussed finances. I think, at least for me, it was I was almost like numb to it. If it happens, great. If I wanted something, didn't get it, then okay. I didn't dig too much into it. It's just, I don't know, I think as a teenager I just probably didn't care. I just want to be somewhere else. As I got into my 20s, I had some money, money coming in, money going out. I didn't really, did not budget for even a good portion when you first met me. Budgeting was not a thing in my, on my mind and yeah, I was just never really never really took the time to understand and I guess appreciate the way you say it care or be responsible with it it's just not I was I just wanted to have a good time I wanted to hang out have a good time and you know addition addition by subtraction oh my gosh so it, it's funny you say that I think that's a really I think it's a point you didn't elaborate on too much but I think it's something that a lot of people see and I've actually when I talk to people and have conversations about finances you know, clearly there's a huge gap in our uh, our formal education and the curricula curriculum that is provided for, you know, people. Like, we don't really learn about personal finances and we don't talk, again, we don't talk about money. And I think it's a similar thing. It's not necessarily a bad thing. It's just, you know, as as parents, you don't really want, you don't want your kids to know too much. And you also don't want to focus too much on on money and you don't really think about it that much. So I know... I have specific examples of how I kind of had a different relationship with money, but I think your relationship and how you've grown up with it not really being talked about and you just kind of always had your needs met, I think that's similar to a lot of people who are probably listening to this podcast and in, in, in the fact that, you know, it just, 
and I think I think that's that's not a bad thing, and and it's it's not necessarily a good way of going about it either, because it also kind of forces you to not think about it. It doesn't force you to to really identify with the things I have and the money that it took or the effort it took to get those things. And I think that's something as a society it would be nice to see changing. And I think it sounds like it also drove you to kind of not abuse your money as a uh, young person, but as soon as you made it, you know, you had money and you didn't really kind of care about how, you know, how it how it went out. You It was coming in and you knew it would just keep coming in, so... Exactly. And then the way you think about it as well is you get a job, at least for me, I knew I worked, I would get, I would have money coming in, I would spend it, try not to spend too much so I have to make rent. And, you know, it was just, it was just a cycle. You never really thought, I never thought of, I, earlier I was saying addition and subtraction, there was no, the concept of multiplying was never there or how to go about it. Yeah, I think just being naive and maybe maybe being tunnel visioned almost, just wanting to have a good time and just hang out and kind of live in the moment. At a young age, I think that that may be okay, but at some point you got to start opening up the opening up to concepts on on how to make money work essentially, so you don't have to work forever. But yeah, I was never really. I never asked. I if it wasn't brought up to me, I never really asked about it. So kind of going back when I was younger, like needs were being met one way or the other. Whether needs were being met or I asked for something, didn't get it, or I got it, I never asked. It was just like okay, like that was the result, and I was okay with it, and then we just move on. But yeah, but yeah, and abusing is a pretty good word actually, because you don't know, you have no real concept of it, so you can abuse it without knowing that you're actually abusing it. And it's just, you know, if you're narrow-minded, um, I think the way I was when I was younger, it just makes it uh, kind of to break away from that also becomes tough because you kind of get used to, like, your routine. It's just a cycle, right? It's uh, Money comes in, go hang out for the weekend. All right, let's start over on Monday. And can you share with our friends, our audience, <laughs> the way that you used to budget? Because it's very different from the way that I budget now. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely, yeah. So... So, say I had a, just to keep numbers simple here, say I had to check for $1,000, right? A Friday I got paid $1,000, let's say. I knew rent was, at the time, like 500 each. So, I knew I could break up 500 If I had four paychecks, I knew I could break essentially 4000 or I could break the 500 and break that amongst four weeks. So, I would take a little bit out. And so from there, anything that I would spend, I would, depending on how it would go, say I bought something, say I went out to eat and my meal was $27.50. What I would do is I would say that it was 30 bucks. So then in my mind, I spent $30, which sounds genius, I know, because it's like, oh, well, you know, you're going to come under budget. The bad part about that is that you actually don't really keep track of the cents. And so then when you actually want to spend a little bit more, you're like, oh, wait, but if I saved, so my meal was actually $27.50. So that means I have $2.50 left over. And you do that enough times throughout the month, you're like, okay, so I should have an extra $15 to spend. That's where it kind of goes sideways on that methodology is, you know, I, I would just round up thinking it would save me in the long term. But then when I wanted to splurge, an extra 15 bucks, I was like, oh yeah, well I can afford it because I'm actually only going to be under 
and say I bought something splurge for an extra twenty dollars, you know, it's uh, it would seem like okay, well, I'm only under five, which was it's not the case at all because that math it, it never adds up. So. And I would never write it down either. It I was about to say, I was about to interrupt you, like, and where would you put it? Yeah, in your no, head, it, right? was, it would stay in your head all the time. It would stay in my head. It's literally what I would think. I would think of the numbers and I would just calculate. And I just, I was always just hoping, in all honesty, by the end of the month, I was just hoping I'd be close within $10, which was one way or the other, either $10 over or $10 under. And that was not the case. It Surprisingly, it was closer to 100, 150 off. So maybe it shows my math skills as well. So I love that example because it brings me to a real life example and it actually brings us to a nice transition to talking about, you know, how I, I like to, to talk now more present tense and then future for, for your financial goals and then how kind of your, your money mindset has changed, which is key to life. So I have a really great example. I consider myself quote unquote, working with Aldo and his finances now for probably almost two years. So we decided, you know, once uh, just after Hudson was born that, you know, we really needed to, I was tired of like asking for, you know, half the mortgage and all this nonsense every month and trying to keep up with that. And I, I just figured, you know, he's a spender. So let's let his money go towards bills and such. I'm the saver. So I will strategically save for both of us. We combine our finances. And, but before we did that for 2020, going through the kind of the math of what I was able to save on my income. And this is again, when we had separate incomes, separate expenses, we were as separate individuals managing our finances. I was able to save probably between 40 and $50,000 in the year 2020. So basically what that tells you is I spent less than I brought in. And every month, you know, to the tune of about forty to $50,000 that year, I saved. Well, my, my, my friend, my partner over here, Mr. Aldo, it was a little bit different. He was, he was, he, he's still with the company that, that he was with back then. But from a tax perspective, he was seen as, um, he, t- he was 1099. So, you know, he wasn't getting taxes taken out. So come time to, you know, pay the piper, he actually owed $21,000. Did he have that $21,000? Only in memories. (laughs) So I I use that not as an example to, you know, bring him down or make him look bad, but as an example of two individuals. And by the way, something I did not bring up is we made the same amount of money that year, exact same amount of money. And so that is how important and how critical it is to one budget, you know, maybe not in your head and rounding, but to, to make sure you really know where your money's going, you optimize where it's going so that you have the savings to then optimize your savings for, for you know, short-term and long-term goals. So again, it's just an example of, you know, we took a look at that. I saw this happening on his side. I immediately took over everything that we were both collectively doing financially because obviously if he's hurting, I will eventually hurt. I don't want us to be hurting. I want us to be growing stronger together. And obviously that's not a problem anymore. So, and he's on a W2 guys now, so it's good. So it's all, it's all been resolved. So anyways, I want to ask Aldo kind of two more questions. The first question is how do you feel and how has your relationship with money changed since you and I have really started talking about money and actually budgeting and planning together when it comes to finances? Uh, well, it's it's become a lot more clear as far as 
where it's going and what's happening to it in all honesty, weekly i now create spreadsheets which never thought i would i'm so proud of you <laughs> but so I, of you. I do create spreadsheets so i'm a lot more methodical and i keep track i still keep track of what i do in my head but obviously now we have a platform that we use so we can go look at it so even if my 2750 meal and i round up to 30 at the end of the day or at the end of the week when we do our, our budget since we do it every weekend every weekend i can go back and look at it and we can actually say that it was 2750 and not drag that 30 dollars for the next three four weeks so as far as that's in that regard i've been a lot more conscious of it obviously with the, combining everything credit card or not credit card but like mortgage and like our payments all are all go out on the same day and so just being conscious of it i think makes me a lot more aware you know within the the week because now i keep track of obviously gas that i uh, that i put in my car but also like meals. I mean, obviously since COVID, I don't eat as much. We don't go out as much yeah. as we used to. But yeah, it's I keep track of it. And surprisingly, sometimes I feel, I feel good if I, after work on Fridays, if I just come home and not linger downtown. And <laughs> if any and, of you listening know Aldo, I'm sure you're shocked by that statement. But. Yeah, oh, I, I love to linger, especially after work. <laughs> um, but yeah, well, Fridays, yeah. Instead of coming home, I would just hang out for a little bit longer, a little happy hour, half hour left to dinner. And before I knew it, I was running tabs up unnecessarily. But yeah, I don't know. I feel a lot more conscious of it. I know I'm a lot more conscious about it. So it's a good feeling actually. And I feel in control, which before I did not feel that. I felt like I was just kind of all over the place. Obviously, as my budgeting suggests, my 2750 rounding up to the nearest to nearest ten dollars, but yeah. Uh, yeah, I feel more in control, and I feel I feel a lot better about the spending. Obviously, with Hudson, it's a little bit more methodical now, but yeah, I just it, it's nice. And just to say, I don't ever look at the savings. I don't ever look at. I really don't ever look at any of the accounts. So that that hasn't changed. That's one of the things. One of the dynamics I think works really well is I'm not that guy. I don't look at numbers. I don't always look at that. What I've saved this week, this month, the past six months. I always ask Ash, like, hey, wh where are we? And she'll give me the summary. Perfect. Then I can keep on going about what I'm doing. As long as I don't, you know, go to Vegas every month <laughs> or have any, you know, crazy outings, uh, I know for the most part I will be, I will be okay as far as my, uh, my spending and my monthly budget, which uh, I think I just went over this month, but... Yeah, but it's okay. And like, That's all right. <laughs> I will add to that. Like, I remember over COVID, you know, when when Hudson was was just born, and he, I just remember one month we we just bought so much stuff on Amazon. I don't we don't even know we I don't I don't think you know why you bought it. Yeah. I, and so I think the the moral of the story is like because we're more focused on it, and I bring that transparency to you, and we do it together. You're more, you know, you don't buy as frivolously as you used to. You definitely buy stuff with a purpose and you buy less. And, and we talk about it. And I think, I think that's the biggest takeaway is especially, you know, people individually, these are great habits to, to kind of, you know, pick up and, yeah. and, and be, be mindful of. But also as a couple, like as a team, remember your team. And that team is not just, uh, you know, raising kids and, you know, like doing activities together and like there's so many aspects of being that team and being on that team together. But 
like the financial aspect is huge and being on the same page with your goals with your you know with your expenses and with with what you bring your income talking about money and making sure that you guys are are on the same page and, and aligned that's key that that really just it'll i mean i think i we and i don't want to say i but like we have turned around you know what what all those and really i think optimize what he brings in from an in, in income perspective and thankfully it has increased you know every year but also like it's not just about making more money it's about how much are you saving and then what are you doing with that those savings so you know it just it just i think amplifies the benefits when when you start looking at it and and being more transparent and being more upfront about you know your money and what you're spending it on absolutely and then the other thing too is being open having that conversation it i actually really enjoy talking about our budget where we are and what we have any future plans that we have i mean obviously this year with the wedding and stuff and the bachelor party just happened the bachelorette party that you had a couple months ago so that excites me but also just the transparency but having that open communication even if it's just on the weekly budget because that excites me because now okay so we have this money what should we do with it and say if it's you know, X amount in savings, what should we do with it? Or what are we doing? Or what's the plan for it? Because we can't just have it sitting there. You know, what investments are we looking at? What other investments do we need to start doing or, you know, potentially, you know, start looking into because that might have a a higher rate of return, you know, than what we're currently in. That type of conversation really excites me for the future. And I think it's it's a conversation that everybody needs to have you know, obviously in the relationship, I think it's huge, but even, you know, if anyone that's single, having a friend or, you know, a couple of friends, a couple of buddies, whatever it may be that live in that lane, kind of have the same mind frame, you know, I think that's huge as well because it's obviously, you know, it's a indication that you're, you're A, you're surrounded by the right people, but B, you know, your, your thought process is, is correct. You know, you're looking to advance yourself, not just through, you know, through your career, but how can I maximize what I'm making, you know, from a job's perspective, but what am I doing with those finances? How am I allowing them to work for me at that point? But yeah, but being open, I used to think I was going to get killed. I mean, even now, sometimes, uh, depending, um, <laughs> I think I'll, I'm going to, I'm going to get, I'm going to get uh, lectured for some of the spending that I do, but if it's within budget, it's fine. But obviously, just having that transparency, that openness, I think is huge when it comes to the communication. Again, because it's just, it, it should invigorate you about what it is that you're doing and, you know, your your goals as a couple or as friends or whatever it may be. Um, I think that's very positive. So, yeah, don't, obviously, it can be a, a tough thing to kind of get into for many reasons. You're shy about what you make or you're shy about, you know your habits and most people are aware about their are aware of their habits i mean i know i'm aware of them and i, I was very aware of that that was one of the reasons why i didn't really want to open myself up because i was like i know what we're looking into it's not good <laughs> but i think that having that um again being uh being open with your partner or you know with a friend or two obviously you know the whole block doesn't need to know it but Having that that type of communication is huge. It's invigorating, and to be quite honest, it it gives me a lot of energy to continue doing, you know, what I'm doing, and also, you know, push the limits as well as far as investments. What else can we do with our money? What sectors can we start looking at to put money into, and so forth. So, yeah, so it, it's a very positive thing, and uh, 
you should be you should be excited about it. I love it. <laughs> I love your enthusiasm, and I love I love the way you think about it now. And thank thank you for that. And so so you know, as the podcast comes to an end, I just wanted to ask. You've already kind of touched on you know some future goals and your excitement, but you know, I just wanted to get some final thoughts and then possible. If you have any exciting things or goals you want to share with everybody that you have in mind and kind of where you're, how that's going to play out for your money and our money and, you know, if, if you have any final exciting thoughts for your future. Well, just got back from Vegas, so I'm a bit, <laughs> so a bit cloudy upstairs, but no, I mean, I'm very excited. Well, we have a wedding coming up, but we're very excited about what we're, what we want to do after the wedding going into the second half of the year. I know Ash has some big plans, so we're looking forward to that. And, you know, I'm excited to be a part of that any way that I can be. And then, uh, you know, moving forward, obviously we have a lot of exciting things, I think, that we're looking uh, into 2023. You know, with a wedding here coming up in a couple of months or less than two months now, we just want to get through that. Yep. And uh, <laughs> I second that. Yeah. And then, like I said, make sure Ashley's plans and new endeavors kind of start moving forward and then after that really hit the ground running in 2023 and uh you know taking uh taking off from there so i'm excited just gotta and it's boring too by the way it's you know it's sometimes not anything super sexy saving is not it's not that bad uh and spend it where where it needs to be spent and you'll you'll be you'll be fine but yeah but i'm excited I'm excited for it, you know, continue working hard at work, continuing to grow. We're, we have a lot of great things going on at work right now. So, yeah, I'm just going to keep my head down. Uh, <laughs> and power through. Yeah, power, well, uh, yeah, power through everything else that we have here for the next couple of months and then, you know, really start, really start to let the juice start flowing. I love it. I love it. Well, thanks again for joining. You're my first guest on the podcast. Shout and I out. think you, yeah, I think you, uh, came in um, and hit it with the ground running. So I, I really appreciate it. And so I'll go ahead and end it with this. Always remember, respect yourself by respecting your money, guys. Talk to you soon. Thanks. Bye.